Okay, last call. Order now before I turn on the lights and you really see what's going on with yourselves. <laughs> What's up, folks? How y'all doing? Back in the in the bar room once again. Uh, it's your boy Ken. I'm Fab. And I'm Dave. You've been listening to the Last Call podcast. What's up? How y'all doing? I feel like like we haven't been here in a little while, even though it seems like. I mean, it's just like a. It's like when you walk inside. Like I went to my parents' house this weekend, so it was like walking inside my parents. I was like, oh, I remember this door being this high, but not really. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, y'all know what I'm that talking long. about. All right, great. Fine, I'll be no, on my. It's been a couple weeks. Sorry, guys, that we've been MIA, but the summer's over, so fun is done, basically. That's not true. I kind love, of. I love the fall. I just said the fun, like summer fun. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so we have some special guests in the house tonight. I'm waiting for Dave to chime in, but Dave, <laughs> Dave is on Dave's on, on his shit right now. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Summertime. Oh. All right. Um, <laughs> so we have some special guests in the house tonight. Um, I'll. Talk to my man Gabe right now. I'm Gabriel. I uh, own New York marketing company Private Party, and I manage uh, DJ Fabrock. Ow. Yep. Woo-woo. Next guest, what's up? What's up man? <laughs> Speak, I'm brother. Bar- Barrington, man, aka Mr. Be the Better. I curate and I own uh, the whole Be the Better wellness brand and movement. A uh, couple different, you know, services we offer: yoga, fitness uh, sessions, camps, all types of wellness dope i like it good stuff um appreciate y'all uh, joining us in the bar room tonight no um we're gonna exchange some conversations you know we'll we'll get into you know one of the main reasons why you know we brought you guys in because uh i mean we have voices that we like to uh contribute uh to on topics but it's great when we have other voices you know when we let people hear um for uh people that are uh, got their feet on the ground to you know the topics that we talk about too so um we appreciate y'all um the drink that we're sipping on tonight um would be uh does anybody want to guess what i mean who, who saw what the bottle was i did not okay so fab what do you think you're, you're drinking on right oh, now? oh this is definitely simply lemonade simply lemonade okay 100 percent. okay and i don't know but it's really gassy like gasoline like gasolina like it tastes like gasoline to me a, a galahutala gasolina uh, is that what they said uh, close Just, enough gale, gale, gaso- no no, <laughs> no, no. so there's a 100 in the drink that you're drinking oh, it's uh, just not 100 percent simply lemonade um it is lemonade but it's uh a tequila actually of course it is. um called 100 años mm-hmm. um so 100 años um anybody spanish in here knows what años means gabe talk to me years oh my man he's on it <laughs> my girlfriend's mexican <laughs> oh okay by default i know some things Fa- all right Fa- fab gave him a little wait you're spanish i was like i don't even know who you are <laughs> right. i don't even know you anymore <laughs> so um uh yeah so the good folks at 100 años um repasado tequila uh, approached me <laughs> and uh they heard we was doing some good things with some good drinks and uh, they wanted to contribute to the function. So, um, you know, we'll be talking over 100 años over lemonade tonight. Um, so, uh, shout out to the good people for that. Um, so, what was y'all weekend like, fam? Me first. Well, yeah, since you were in the cover-up. Well, I'll let you. I'll let you. <laughs> yeah, let her talk about it. I'll let her talk about it. So, the weekend was a lot. Um, as you guys know, I'm the marketing director for this new spot that's opening or has opened in Lower East Side. It's called The Vinyl. The Vinyl. And yes. Nice, and we nice. we did our grand opening for it on Friday and also Saturday. Um, but the the big like grand opening for media was on Friday. So 
um i was preparing for that all week and it was a lot but it was successful where in the city is this located so it's on 13th and third in between um actually 13th and 12th on third avenue okay 103rd avenue and it's this super dope um vinyl record store coffee shop that's open from eight to eight every day and then restaurant bar that's open from 4 p.m to like one two three depending on the day a.m and um it's four floors so it's like this massive like really dope spot nice yeah so the grand opening was then um then the next day on saturday essence street style was that day and the I essence day. street style the essence street style. Well, everybody always says the essence and it's just essence magazine <laughs> well i mean so i mean i maybe it's just a plan because essence is a word yeah but the essence right, gives right, right. it a little bit more mm. like know, the official panache. exactly the official yeah. essence like magazine mm-hmm. correct mm-hmm. okay so what happened down there um so street style's annual event that they do and it's like kind of the kickoff to fashion week because we're in fashion week right now um in new york and um it's free like people come out they show out it's a chance to like kind of like show your flavor you might get put in the magazine because of how you look or the website and um i partnered with chevy to do a silent disco party under their tent okay and um which means um if you've never been to a silent party it means that you can only hear the music through headphones and so i rocked that tent from like 12 to 7 the whole day um and it was it was kind of it kind of got out of hand like there was a wait for headphones and i may have gone into a reggae set and people may have been dubbing to back that ass yes. up <laughs> oh, you absolutely tent. went into a reggae set <clears throat> He was there. I'm saying like this oh. DJ for seven hours and you didn't touch. Oh the yeah. Record. Well, that's the thing. I didn't repeat one song and I was actually. Mm, really bless proud up. Of that. Oh hey. Ooh. Seven yeah. hours song on and ain't no song flex. repeated. Bless Music. up. Flex. Have a bomb on that. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Um, but anyways, yeah. So, um, that happened. It was dope. Like, but I was there all day and then Sunday I literally slept until one. I tried to go to the beach. Didn't work. Tried to go to Refinery Twenty Nine. Didn't work. Yeah. That's right. That's a good weekend. Um, I like how you conveniently, like you touched on, like maybe you could get yourself in the magazine, <laughs> leaving out the part that there's actually someone in the Essence magazine this month with the Obamas on the cover. Who might that be, Fab? <laughs> <laughs> Girl, you better say, uh, say that shit with your yeah. chest. I found out. Um, actually, found out like Friday, but I couldn't say anything right. until it was like the digital version was out and the reg- the print is out on the stands now. Um, but yeah, so because I was part with partnered with Chevy, um, they did a write up. Basically, it was part of this campaign that was, and it kind of ties into what we're gonna talk about later today. But someone that has a nine to five but has a five to nine either hustle or right. passion. And um, so they did a campaign called Feel Your Hustle, and they featured me and like two other people, um, people that have like nine to fives, but like they have a passion later, like I said. And um, so they did, they gave us a spread, and so I'm in the magazine for it. Fire. The Obamas are on it, which is like. Big up. That was actually more exciting to me than anything, because I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be in the magazine, but then I was like, oh, it's the Obama issue? Oh, (laughs) bitch, it's lit. With Michelle looking fire on that right, cover, boy. What douchey? Go away, wait, 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 wait
Listen. Speaking of November is in one month. November is in one month. Michelle is looking great. Speaking mm. of first lady like asses. fine wine. Wow. <laughs> have you seen that picture of like them, their silhouette like That's in the windowsill? Yeah. Jesus. Bro, what do you think we talking about? Why would she about? carry <laughs> that? Why would she? Why? So this is why Obama, I mean, I want to see that movie and I know it came out and nobody has been talking about it because they Which don't one? want them to be great. There's an Obama movie. It's about them meeting it, and yeah, their relationship and his what? rise to the top. Well, there's, there's two of them. Wait, did it come out so. yet? Yeah, it's out. All right, so, so let me, so let me ask a question. The dude from, um, the, the, the dude who was the pops from, uh, what is that movie? Not Drumline. Um, the dude, oh, fuck, I forget this movie Not now. Drumline. I'm looking at it. So where they step in and it's the college. Oh, Stomp the Yard? Stomp the Yard, okay. The father from okay. Stomp the Yard or the uncle from Stomp the Yard. Mm-hmm. Does he play Obama? Tell me he plays Obama. No, no. he does not. Because he's too yeah, old. It's a young, it's a young dude. But, yo, yo, a from the dude. second Obama came into office, I'm like, he's going to play Obama. But he's too old. Yeah, it's only, it's their child. They got it's makeup like, for that. Like, it's they were childhood. like 20 or 30. Yeah. Like, oh, well, oh, yeah, they, they, young, younger. they don't got makeup for that. They don't got makeup for that. There's another movie coming out about him called Barry, though. Mm. I just saw like an article about the, the, the young actor who's playing him as well. Right. Dave, what you do this weekend? I saw you on Saturday. That happened. Yo, so I'm telling you, like, my friendship was really put to the test. <laughs> On Saturday morning and Saturday night. This happens every week. Saturday morning, it was because, you know, um, I was just really trying to figure out. And I'm talk- I was talking to our the dude who photographs and videos our show, Chuck. I was like, yo, is it possible to go to Essence Street Style hmm. and go to where me and Kenny end up going to, which was um Chorus, Miller Chorus and Adidas did the do-over. The do-over in uh, Brooklyn. Yes. So we was like dead trying to figure out how we could do both. But if you know, uh, Street Style is like right, like I think it's about in Dumbo. Yeah, under and, the bridge. Yeah, the do-over was like way in, in Williamsburg. Yeah. So it's basically damn yeah. near impossible unless you were driving and all my drivers were already going to be there at the do-over. So it would have been impossible to try to make both moves. And I knew if I went to Street Style, mm-hmm. I would have got caught up in the... Uh, the finesse of the curly goddessness. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like, Essence Street Style is no, Afropunk. That was very to But no, seriously, Essence Street Style is Afropunk part like 1.5. We're more fashion. Yeah. Or we're more concentrated, like, we're not just trying to look like uh, Afrofuturistic uh, aliens. Like, right, it's like, wow, for real. Crop tops. I mean, you could have taken an over. I'm just sorry. I know, but. I've done that trip you from you Williamsburg. You wouldn't have left. You wouldn't allow. Oh, that's what the realness is, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, is you know, so so we went to the do over. I'm glad you did because that's like one of my favorite parties ever, and I was sad that I hasn't missed that. Rizaking. Yeah, it was. Um, it got um. Squad was in there full effect. So listen, still Team Six. (laughs) (laughs) We all we we all appear up and pop up like it's nothing. Um, so I so let me backtrack because I um, so I, I started my weekend on a somber note. Uh, one of my friends from college passed away last weekend, so I drove all upstate to Newburgh um, to, for the wake, and I didn't like I didn't I wasn't in a right frame of mind. Right, I wasn't in a, not in a right frame of mind, but it's just sad because it's so sudden, right? Um, so I drove back Friday night, and uh, I hung out with one of my college friends uh, Friday night. Um, stayed out late, whatever. Um, Saturday came. Um, mind you, I had plans. I don't know if y'all know, it was Ricky Tan's birthday this weekend. I saw that. So Ricky Tan had his birthday in L.A. I'm, I'm sorry, he's from L.A. He had his birthday in Miami. 
and I was supposed to go, but I backed out because of you know my, you know the unfortunate uh, news that I got. So I backed out. Um, so me and uh, me and Jules met Dave at the do over. So the do over is light because there was also I guess Henny Palooza was in town this weekend. It was in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the Essence Festival. So like there's a lot of places for uh, for people to go. So it wasn't really filling in right the do over, right? Um, at first at first so so jules comes to me talking shit like you know we're supposed to be at uh in miami right now right oh that did happen so this is so so listen so this is how it happened so me i'm on some like idiots i want to live life right now type shit and i just i challenge jules just to see what he's about because he's talking to me about going to miami and how we're supposed to be in miami right now i said nigga i'll book my ticket right now what's up what i was like yo (laughs) fucking party mid party mid party these assholes it's like yo we can make what time was like so listen so listen so i booked literally he's talking shit he was like no you won't i was like y'all break out my phone right now in the middle of the do-over at five o'clock, I literally booked two tickets to go to Miami for like that same day. At seven forty-five, yes. we boated out the party. We left out the party. I was like, "Go up to Harlem. I'm going to Queens. Must I'm gonna be back nice. my <laughs> You really went to Miami. So listen. So um, I get back to my house in Queens and I'm packing my stuff. Why Jules is so Jules is in Harlem, um, and he's like, "Yo, he just called me and he said, don't even do it.'" He was like, don't even do it. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He was like, nah, they were supposed to book the, the house for like two. Ricky Tan had this big ass mansion, like 18 bedrooms, and there was only like 10 people there. And uh, he was he was like, uh, 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 don't even do it because A, like the whole bunch of people that were supposed to show up didn't show up, and everybody's leaving tomorrow, so y'all only be coming for a day. Granted, we thought about it, like just staying in Miami till you know till Tuesday type shit. But we were like, you know what? If if and E is all about fucking money up, all about fucking money up. But he said, don't do it. So literally, I I got back to my house in Queens. Jules called me. He said, don't do it. I called up uh, uh, Kayak and said, you know what? Just cancel the tickets. Like eight hundred dollars. All right, we'll refund you. Cool. So then we drove right back to the duo. Y'all are so, so dramatic. Yo, seriously, no, seriously. I was like, yo, what the fuck? And I'm one who'd be like. Hell yeah, but I, at that time I was like, yo, what the fuck? But what happened in that little span of time that these guys were missing, the shit got fucking flooded. rocking. Like, flooded. Yeah, it got crazy. It got crazy. So they uh, get back and basically like trying to be like, oh, we lost, we lost. Oh shit, we're winning right now, you know? So right. it, was, it was a good turnaround. Right. But like I said, I was on my just like, you know what? Life is too short not to live it. Jules in my ear talking shit. I'm like, I'm going to put him to the pressure. You're not with the shits, nigga. But he was like, yeah, I'm with it. So it was a cool experience to like book tickets and then not go, but whatever. Right. But (laughs) uh, Dave, did you end up getting to the Alexander Wang party? Yes, that happened. You did? You didn't see my Snapchat? Nope. (laughs) I'll tell that story real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Uh, We got two guests here. But um, (laughs) so if y'all don't know, it's Fashion Week, um, which is like the most wonderful time of the year for me. It happens three times a year um, because it's the time where I basically call on everybody I've worked with or currently work with or people, my friends. And it's just like, yo, let's pull up to this party. Let me get them RSVPs rocking. And it's just basically like a 10 day uh, marathon of just free sponsored events with like top grade, top chef alcohol. (laughs) People that I work with. um, (laughs) (laughs) It's like one of those things where I have to like. I try to like incorporate like my day to day friends into it. I'm joking. Keep going. No, this is because this actually all works in. I try to incorporate my day to day friends with it like as much as possible, but I know how hard it is 
So um, like last season in the in the in the winter time for Women's uh, Fashion Week, I was able to finesse this amazing finesse with like me, Kenny, Jules. I don't even remember who else was there. Ray was there. Nick Ray, was there. Nick. Yo, yeah. we got into the Diesel party right in time to see Travis perform, and then it was able to stay for the after after party that was only for VI VIPs, VI VIPs, and so off the strength of that. My drunk ass was like, yo, we're going to the Alexander Wayne party. I'm doing this right now. I get to the gate. I get denied like twice. <laughs> so much so that like my big black ass, the Italian, one of the Italian guys was like, all right, buddy. Okay, big guy. You're done here. You're done. And I was like, no, I have literally like, she's not even. The problem was the um, FFFFFF lady. The white lady at the, the, yeah, at the yeah, door. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't really trying to like go through the list and like help me out. Cause I'm like, yo, I have names here to cover basically everybody I have. Mm-hmm. I had another what three or four guys with me. I had yeah. Kenny, P, Jules. So I'm trying like, yo, no, this is happening. I wouldn't have brought them out. And they know I wouldn't have brought them all the way out there right. if it, if I wasn't in full confidence to make it happen. But you know, they was hating, I guess because like Kylie Jenner and like That's what it was. So when mad people was in that fucking party. It though. was also Every, the first party of the entire fashion week. No, like, it, it wasn't. kicked off. That no. was Alexander Wayne kicks no, off. That fashion was week Saturday. started, yeah, that it was started Saturday. on Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Things had already been happening up uh, until that one. But 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 to your to your merit, yes. The Alexander Wayne party was, was like, This is fashion yeah. week. I'm talking about I looked at the list. There was 1,100 people on that list. It was at Pier 94. So if those of you who've ever been to like Concept or any of those other um, art shows that happen at Pier 94. The food festival is down yep. there, too. So they basically cleared out the whole thing. They had the runway on one side, and they had the party on the other side. Um, I eventually kind of like um, finessed my way in, and w- there was a 7-Eleven like, in-house little truck thing where you can go in that joint and pour your own slushy snacks. Chips, and then they had their own McDonald's in that fucking party. That's Out of crazy. all the places, things. I believe it though, because they had, they do that when they have the food festival. Well, um, mind you that Wang also this year did like this, like uh, he did the spray painted tees and was like, "Yo, yeah, you can't get." So basically, he was just like kind of borrowing from our culture, which is like the the low end Seven Eleven McDonald's shit. Mm, you know, it was cool though. Fetty Wap performed, Travis, mm. a lot of people, right? A lot of people, That's designer. Cool. Yeah. Well, I was just I was curious to see if you finally got in because I wasn't waiting yeah. around to see if you got. Now in. the next day I went to the opening ceremony party and I got in with much less ease. I could have got all of a sudden that shit. Mm-hmm. That shit was lit. Too. Well, Fashion Week is still on for the next couple of days. We'll find out what's up. Ah, uh, yeah, I got some stuff going tonight, tomorrow, and Thursday. All right, I got my jeans in the car. Um, okay, what was what were you up to this weekend? <laughs> uh, I don't even remember what I did on Friday. All right, but I do know <laughs> Saturday, I was uh in Brooklyn. Seeing uh, my client Fab Rock DJ <laughs> okay. at uh, Essence, mm, she, <laughs> she was really good. Um, Thanks. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did a really dope job. That was really great. Um, and I feel like that was it. Then it was Sunday, and then it was football and oh, fantasy football. And we're not there yet. We're not there yeah, yet. we're not there yet. But um, yeah, that was basically my weekend. I saw Fab, so I got a little working kinda. And then it was football the rest of the weekend. So that was it. Nice. I like it. Barrington, what about yourself? Oh man, uh, Friday. <laughs> Friday, I'm not gonna go into. What? <laughs> this <laughs> is a safe Friday, space. Friday, Friday, <laughs> it's safe. It's not. <laughs> no, you understand. This is a no judgment zone. <laughs> Jesus Friday, was, Friday was full of love. Shout out to Friday. Friday was full of love. Hey, um, Saturday, Saturday, I turned into a full fledged adult. Okay. And all my friends was at Do Over. Mixology was that weekend too. Oh, um, yeah. And I stayed home and I painted the bathroom. Okay. Oh, I wow. like did. A couple of DIYs all over the place, right. and 
Yeah, chill. Shout, shout out to, to productiveness. You did right. this by yourself? You didn't have anybody with you? Nobody was with me, man. Mm. Oh, man, shit. Damn, Dave. What you know about it? He trying to, he trying to, Damn, he trying to, he trying to, he still trying Damn, to, you know about it. He ain't, no, because he wasn't fixing nothing. I can see if he, I had to fix the plumbing. Yeah, I, I had to, I had to retile, had to retile the bathroom. the bathroom. You know, you got to scrape before you paint. Like, yeah, you, you need know, to, I need to. What color did you paint it? I just made it white, like oh. a nice, super white. Benjamin Moore. Oh, okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Shout out to Benjamin Moore. Right. <laughs> now sponsored by Benjamin Moore. <laughs> yeah, and I chilled. My phone was buzzing, though. My phone was buzzing. Duo over I heard really popped off. Um, I know all the, all the parties really popped off, but I was chilling. Sunday, football. Yeah. I actually went to the Bronx, see my family for a little bit, saw my little nephews and nieces. So that was love. I was a full fledged adult this weekend. Man. Nice. nice. Congratulations. No problem. All right. <laughs> so. <laughs> There's a palm tree over Fab somewhere. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You know, Chevy, Chevy ain't hit my line, so I, I was home. Um, Fab, you got some music? You got pasta in my mouth right now. <laughs> All right. Speaking of shrimps. What? Hmm? You want a shrimp, Dave? Huh? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Dave, There's tell us five shrimps in here. If I give them all There's away. Five of us. <laughs> Man, if you want to take your lemon shrimp, all right. just take it. Dave, Don't dip your shrimp. whole hand in it. Dip it. Dip it. Finger dip it. Mm. Finger dipping good. Here. Fam, if you don't tell me what your music choice of the oh, week is. Oh, okay. So the music choice. Oh, hands all over. Damn. Um, <laughs> All right, so music choice of the week um, is a shameless plug. Ain't nothing wrong with that sometimes. And um, me and L put out a mix last week. Who's L? Varner. Man. <laughs> me and Michelle Nance. Yeah, full name. Hi, AKA Michelle. L. <laughs> we put out um, Are You Welcome mix last week. Um, it's called It Ain't Over, and it's my favorite one. It's um, how if i could play as a dj every time i would play this music so it's all like neo soul good vibes but mostly housey music mm-hmm. um so yeah go check it out it's on whyamisodope.com or um, my mixcloud mixcloud.com backslash fab underscore rock but yeah come check us out and uh, michelle did a write-up so you can get like kind of like where our head was at when we chose a song selection and it's like really like good music if you need like a lunch break type right. situation at work or like <coughs> you need to do something productive or like you just need to vibe out um but yeah so, so go check it out upbeat yeah okay. super upbeat yeah definitely um Nana is on there hey. um who else is on there we put an anderson pack song on there mm. we kind of fit that in um who else is on there can't think of anybody else. Loving that now. new Mac Miller Anderson Park, by the way. Oh, that is All a good song. It. All of it. That is a good song. All of it. I am. I'm, with, I'm, I'm here Mac for that. Miller. I'm here for that. Yeah. Um, shout out to that new Travis album, yeah. too. Apple Music is blessing my life. Apple Music is blessing my life right now. I heard and it's I, not even on Spotify yet. Mm. And Isaiah Fucking up Rashad. Spotify. And Isaiah Rashad album. Okay. Fire. Yeah. So those are three options for y'all. Um, get into music. <laughs> About to get cold. Dope. Yeah. Um, you know, getting to the to the you know, stuff going on for the week. Um I thought that whole shit with, with Solange was like half funny, half serious. Because I, I almost felt her plight. I almost felt her plight. She almost had me. <laughs> Where did she lose you? She lost me when she said, This is why black people don't feel comfortable in white spaces. That's where she lost me. 
Um, so I mean, for, for y'all don't that don't know, Solange went to like a um a, a crow is a craft work concert. That's the name of the, the, the uh-huh. group, yeah, craft work. So it's like a um I don't want to say an a, a hipster band, but it's more like an it's not EDM, but it's electronic music. But they have they use hip hop elements yeah. in their beats. So um, I guess she was front row. Um, so she took her son. Her son's friend and her husband, you know, they went front row and they were uh, 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 they were just walking in and they heard a song that they liked. Everybody was just still getting in, settled in. So they walked to the front, I guess because they had box seats in the front and they heard a song that they liked. So they didn't sit down right quick. So they were just up in their seats dancing or whatever. And then uh, 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 one of the people behind her was like, yo, can you I can't even see. Can you sit down for a second? And she was like, "Nah, I'm not sitting down. I'm dancing. And they threw a lime at her <laughs> from a drink. So um, that uh, the lime, the lime that was thrown at her, caused her to start. Um, I guess she tweeted on what was it Friday that this is why black people don't feel comfortable in white spaces. Um, no, nah, you just had a lime thrown at you because you didn't sit down. I don't think I don't think it ain't yeah. to do it. Like I'm, I've been in plenty of white spaces before and felt 100 percent comfortable. Don't group me into how, how you feel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Around other people, I feel just fine. I feel just comfortable. I mean, I, I understand where she's coming from, but also I can see if she was at like a Leonard Skinner concert, then that's one thing where like you probably wouldn't feel safe. But you're at like a Kraftwerk concert, which is going to be a whole bunch of hipsters and like. People who don't really get into that whole thing, right. trying to be racist, even though they don't really stop racism, which kind of still makes it as bad as being racist. Which, you know, hey, who am I? Good point, too. Just saying. Um, no, but I've been to. So I lived in Europe for a while, and I was been at one time the only black person in a crowd of five thousand. In the front, actually, and was shown nothing but love. But Europe is different than America. That is true. But I've also been to Incubus concerts in Michigan, where I was one of the few black people and felt nothing but love. In Michigan, mm. she, I don't, I forget where she was. I'm guessing was she was Louisiana. Down, it was Louisiana. Louisiana. I was gonna say, I'm guessing she was down south somewhere. She, she yeah. lives in New Orleans. She got a lime yeah. thrown out of that's it. Right. That's all. I mean, that's all. It was me. Right. I'm coming back with these fists. You have to see these <laughs> throw, hands. Throw it back. Throw it back. Squeeze it. Squeeze it at him and throw right. it back. Right. Exactly. Throw squeeze. it back. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm gonna squeeze the lime on my fucking fist. So when I'm hitting you in the eye, <laughs> shit burns. See, that's that petty shit. Hell, fuck yeah. You threw a lime in me. What the fuck? You throw some shit at me for? Right. But I don't think you got thrown a lime at you because they hate black people. They don't uh-huh. think you're, you know what I'm saying, you're in that space. Nah, you just was standing way. up. You was in somebody's she way. Was standing <laughs> up at a, she was standing up at a concert, dog. Well, dog. Yeah, the guy, the, person, the person who threw it is petty as Right. Him. Hell yes, yeah. I'm yeah. not excusing that. So she I'm not got, excusing that at all. There's a, there, there lies the actual disrespect is that right. they got mad at her for buying a front stage pass and then not wanting to fucking stand up, which is what people want to fucking happen at a damn concert. Right. But th- And that's where she had me. That's where she had me. I'm telling you. But where she lost me is when she said, "This is why black people don't feel comfortable around white in white spaces." I mean, if we can't go to Kraftwerk's concerts, where can we go? <laughs> where can we go? <laughs> I, I guess you'd never catch me at Kraftwerk concert personally. Next, um, <laughs> right? Next. I don't even know what song there is. I, what I, else happened? I've never track? heard of a Kraftwerk song. I'll be honest with you. Um. And I'm, I consider myself pretty it's up to date with EDM music. music. Um, y'all seen this teacher that was um looking fly as mm. mm-hmm. 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 oh. Lucky she wasn't that cute though. But 
She oh. had the wow. She was it. Hey, Dave. Dave. Speak the truth. Don't hate Dave. your kind, Dave. Dave. Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, she wasn't no essence. Thank you, style. bam. But also, <laughs> <laughs> also, this nigga Kenny tried to hit me with the. Who taught you to hate yourself, brother? <laughs> Shrimp. Is it grilled? Yeah. Uh, I don't sure think it's will. grilled. Just pass it. But um, thank you. My thing is this. Granted, okay, so she's a fourth grade teacher. I thought it was kindergarten. No, it's fourth grade. No, no. I thought it was third. It's, it's That's grade. even worse. Is it? Why? Because they're older. What does that mean? The boys. They're in fourth grade. What, what, what grade is fourth? That's 10? 9? 10? How old do you mean? Yeah, it's 10 years old. Sure. I'll do one. Well, shit, if you offer scrimps. Well, shit. yeah, you guys body, like, try to come for me. Um, Really? All right. Ooh. Okay, My pass thing that, is this. Pass How old, all right, in kindergarten, you're five, six. Thank you. In kindergarten, you're five, six. First grade, five, six, yes. seven. All right. Second grade, seven, eight. Right. Third grade, eight, nine. Right. Hell yeah, fourth grade, nine, nine ten. ten. Fuck all that. All the boys are knowing, like, females are attracted by fourth oh, grade. Oh, you're one of those girls. Why is te- kids are already distracted in school? But Why she is wasn't the teacher the in a bodysuit? Listen, I, oh, I didn't see the bodysuit. Did I, you see the photo? She's not in a body She's suit. She's in a pink two-piece rainbow joint. She's not in a body suit. It's basically a body suit. Listen, the thing the was con, the the bando dress. In the bando, listen, man. It was. It, she has a she has a bodacious body. So yes, whatever exactly. she puts on. Exactly. No, not whatever. It, it's called it baggy. Fits, if it fits, right? You gonna put on baggy clothes? No, but you like, gonna put on a no, button up. That's but not skinny funny. girl. Like the, here's the argument that I actually saw from like. From women, it was like, "Yo, look, it's not fair because of her curves, and her curves kind of also uh, point to her her, her, her the, the color of her skin. So it's like she can't help that she's shaped like that. She's not out here wearing a fucking a mini skirt. Right. Like the right. skirt goes All to her knees. knees. Exactly, it goes to her knees. And it's you can not tell her, she tall. It's too. not her fault that she's curvy. Like so, but she should have to tight. hide it. a it's skinny tight. But a skinny ass she's, girl would wear the same shit, and nobody skirt? would say what nothing she, to what her. What's she supposed to? She's she's. She's voluptuous. You, she's, you guys act like there are other clothes. She's listen, a young teacher. Listen, must who are you to tell her what she can wear? Bam. My thing is that it goes with the profession. But I don't think that. But she's not teaching high. But she's not teaching high schoolers. She's not fourth teaching grade, boys. Grade is, 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 tenth grade is a aware. lot. They're not as aware. No, they're not. But they fourth can be. Nah, nah, nine, ten though. Nine, ten. ten, is a, ten and she's mad. Y'all, y'all don't have girlfriends in, in fourth grade? No, nope. not really. Nope. Well, yeah, well, that's not true. Thank I you. Thank you. Y'all lying ass niggas. I wasn't fucking. Lying ass niggas. I wasn't talking about let me see your pussy. What? Like but that. just because it's not about sex doesn't mean you don't you don't like girls. Isn't that your whole argument though? Is that no, it's it has not. To be based in no, it's sex? not. I'm talking no, I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about or like in fourth sexual grade. Desires? I'm not talking about sex. So in fourth grade, attraction? a male or a a boy. Is is starting to realize that he likes girls. So you think she's a perv? No, I don't think she's a perv. She's but a I'm just so saying what? it's distracting. I don't think so. I, I think, think it's distracting. I think that as a as a huh? male student, student, yeah, to the student. Like I said, it's the, I don't think they're aware. Like you said, if you have if you're in fourth grade and you have a girlfriend, oh, you're attracted nine. to a girl that is your age, that's nine ten. You're not attracted to a 25, 28 year old woman. Old to you. For the sake of the argument, I'm you not sure going to take I'm it there with you right now because I definitely. I am going to be attracted to my fucking teachers. All of my teachers. You're attracted who, to your teacher, and she could be in, in glasses but it and fucking It didn't distract ups. me. You just realized, even in my father, like, yo, this is just how it's going to be. Like, you're going to see an older woman. She's going to be not ugly, and you're going to be attracted to her. You so, can't Fab, fucking Fab, be. let me ask you a question. Your your son is in that class. What are you saying to that teacher during the parent-teacher conference? Cover the fuck up. Exactly. You know she's she saying covered, that shit. Though. 
She's no, but she's wearing skin tight. Have you well, seen the, the, the picture? The, the, there's only one picture of skin tight clothes. The rest, she's in like business casual. She is. Yeah, she's like she has but cardigans it's, it's still, over her still, actual clothes. But it's still you can't hide that ass, baby. I only saw the the pink. <laughs> yeah, the, just two like, piece. Like, like shots of her. Like, can't oh, hide I that only ass, I only saw the pink two piece. Yeah, that's right. skirt. That's the only top. Like, that's and, like, that's, and you wear that shit to the club. That's why the worst one. Yeah. Well, that's the only one I saw. That's what I'm saying. But if you're going to, why are you resembling things that you wear to the club? Fuck that. Nope. <laughs> no. Fab's not here for it. She's I'm not here for it. it. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Thank you. Let me see you can't pictures. go to school like that. I couldn't go to school like that. And I was a student. Bro, this shit ain't even bad. Put on some fucking khakis. <laughs> and not the Target joints just, that just, make just, your ass look cute. got the Billy Madison I mean, picture at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> she got on jeans in one picture. That's what I'm saying. She don't have to have she on the curvy jeans. fit Levi's jeans. She Why she got to wear the baggy the jeans, shit, though? The jeans don't make the curves. Okay, Y'all <laughs> niggas act like there ain't no other clothes. The jeans are yeah, making that's the curves. Thank you. What do you mean it's not fair? You're going to work. People have uniforms at work. She bell bottoms? She has a t-shirt and jeans, bro. No, they make bell bottoms. That big. <laughs> she wants her to wear a burlap. Right. And then the, exactly. other, the, other right. the other dress is, cool. is all it's flared out. Listen, women, women, wear your clothes, right. man. So wear your daughter's gonna dress like this to go to school? That's I don't fine. mind that. It's just That's covered fine. up. Oh, she's like, what happened? What happened to the speech? And your daughter's I, gonna dress like that. I mean, she's curvy. Your daughter's curvy. My, she's my, gonna wear wish, tight jeans. Don't wish that blasphemy on my future what? kids. I'm just asking a question. She's just a student. She can't wear a t-shirt. She's just a student. That's not a student. She's a teacher. No, but I'm saying if that's your daughter, you're gonna send your daughter to school like that? She's a teacher. She Are you sending your daughter to school There's a like difference that. between hey, uh, sending your child to school hey, oh, so now, you're, you're, so now you're, if you're a child you have uh, clothes options but if you're Kenny, a teacher you don't have clothes Kenny, options. Yes! Kenny, these are... These are tactics of the devil. Do not beat into it. I'm going to suck the bait. No, no, because when women get mad and she don't agree with them they be like, well what if your daughter was doing it? Like, oh, come on, dog. Is that not... Is no. that not a valid? No. There's not a difference no. between a, a, a no. girl in 10th grade and a 28-year-old woman who's a teacher? <laughs> Come on, fam. Stop it. That's not what I'm saying, Kenny. That's not what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. send my daughter to school. No, all I'm saying is this, that there are multiple options of clothes, of fits of clothes. If you're not comfortable with your daughter wearing that to school, then no. you're, why is her teacher allowed because to wear that? Because my daughter's not even a teenager yet. Like, but those are regular clothes, right? Yeah. It's regular clothes. I'm talking about the skin tight, the skin tight clothes, right? My which which not, ones are skin tight? My daughter's not gonna wear skin tight clothes. So she can't wear jeans that fit. Yes, she can. Yeah, she can wear jeans that so fit. So that's what she's wearing. What's yeah, wrong with that? Da- but my daughter's that? not gonna look like that. Is what I'm saying. My she's never known. Like people a- be eating McDonald's and shit. My daughter's gonna eat McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> she be, she be on the street. I'm just at saying. Years old. You don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You might be having her do squats all her life. She ain't and eating she, no McDonald's. I'm saying this. If your daughter is in sports, mm-hmm. let's say she plays volleyball, mm-hmm. she got a body. If she's wearing curvy fit jeans that. Show her assets. You're not. You're not gonna send her to school like that. I'm not. I'm not gonna have a problem if she's wearing jeans that fit, right, and a t-shirt. What am I gonna say? I can't be that bad. I'm already gonna be bad. Are you telling I yourself that? I can't, or? Be, I can't <laughs> be that bad. Like she has on jeans. What am I gonna say? Put on boy jeans, like big baggy bugle boys. Like, the Jenkos. The Jenko jeans. I can't do that. To her. <laughs> 
Yeah. Fab, Fab's gonna have her daughter. Or that, or my, that. Right, you can put on. But that's what I'm saying. There's a way to dress it. Like, you know what I mean? My my thing, you went to school to be a teacher. I know a lot of scumbags go to school to be teachers. And I'm gonna be, yes, I know a lot of people that went to school what? to be teachers. What? And they're scumbags they that go no to school business, to be teachers? They have no business teaching kids. I know a bunch oh, of them. Mean. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. My thing is this there's, regardless Jesus. of whether it's just clothes or not. There, as a teacher in that profession, you have to be aware of what you're coming off as, and if that means wearing a baggier dress shirt and changing before you, you know, leave to go out and have a date later on, then do that. Everybody has uniforms at work. I'm not gonna wear a belly shirt to work just because I can doesn't mean that it's appropriate. Just because she's wearing like, you know what I mean, bodycon shit, like, and you're teaching ten-year-old boys, and you're in a school that maybe, maybe she's in a school that has middle school. I went to a school where it was K through 12. So if I'm teaching kindergarten, that means high schoolers can see me. Who's <laughs> was the principal, Miss Trunchbull? <laughs> Facts. <laughs> but the reality is that's what it is. Yeah, you're right. So if you're going to be like ignorant to the situation, like do that. But at the same time, like you just have to be conscious. And if you're not, then don't be in that profession and go be, you know, something else that nobody cares about. I'm not trying to be like one of those dudes who was just like, ooh, look at that ass. I'm just like, I didn't. I don't know. There's better probably fashion choices in general she could have made, but I don't think that she was out of her range of like of what she could wear to the thing. That's that's what I'm saying. I don't think she was super inappropriate. Old white woman wearing that, you just feel like she's asking for attention. Mm, exactly. But that's could be. Nasty, I'm not. I'm not gonna dismiss that. I'm not gonna dismiss that's, that's that. That's like it's for, now. Now you're dressing. We can talk about dressing like for form fitting. So like a old a old white. Woman. I don't know of an old woman, white woman with that form though. I'll be real. Exactly. But, you, but what I'm saying is that like that's God given. Or she worked for that. Okay, dog. You have to stop. It Bro, like, it are away. you gonna be biased just, or I'm, what? It's not about being biased. That's her. You shit. are. You're talking about. Oh, but I don't know. White woman with that form. <laughs> also, also, you got. We gotta give her. We gotta give her the benefit of the doubt, right? We only. We've only seen four pictures out of a school year or her whole right. tenure. And, right. And this those whole shit the made her lock her that, fucking Instagram. Yeah, those are probably the four days that she wore something nice to school. You know, out of I don't know how long she's been teaching. Every other day she could have been in a suit. Tell you what now. though. Those dads is at the parent-teacher conference paying the fuck attention. All right, Kenny, you're not going to be mature about this, Kenny. This is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Listen, I'm walking to that teacher, and that's my son's teacher. He's not even the daddy. That's your little cousin. What you? I know his daddy at work. It's, it's probably business. were the, oh, the nights that she had parent-teacher conferences. Yep. And she dressed like that. Yep. Like, right. Somebody's dad. Fab going to have a daughter in Hillary Clinton pencil suits. Damn. Uh, a, a, a suit, suit pants. Speaking of Hillary... Um, damn, damn, Hillary out here. Hillary out here taking some L's, man. <laughs> oh, she's oh, taking some L's, L's B. Um, she went to the um the so I mean so 9/11 was a couple days ago. Um, you know we we here in the city, you know we remember. I know exactly where I was when that day happened, for sure. Um, I was in high school. I was getting a haircut, watching everything happen. Watching getting a high school was, a yeah. haircut. I was getting a haircut. You were skipping school. So listen, get a cut. so listen, like 10 something, right? so I had first period. I had first period where I had class, and I had second. I had second period off. So second period, I went. I, it was the it was the first week of school, so you know I'm trying mm -hmm. to get fresh. So I remember walking down to the barbershop, and uh, one of my mans passed me and was like, "Yo, one of the World Trade Center 
Jones got hit by something. I'm like, and he, but he was one of those wild dudes where he just say some shit off yeah. the wall shit, <laughs> and you're not even paying attention to him. So I'm like, yeah, all right, and whatever. And I go into the barbershop and I sit down because the dude was waiting for me. And I sit down. And they had the, the, uh, the I mean, the, this is when the TVs had like the motherfucking turnstiles and shit. And um, dudes is flipping. Yeah, they, <laughs> it was they, not that long ago. The barbershop, the barbershop I was in had that shit. <laughs> okay. But anyway, um, yeah. But we everybody just sitting in the barbershop just watching the whole entire shit unfold. Um, yeah, crazy. Um, but flashback to a couple of days ago, and um, I guess from what I understand, um, well, Hillary's was she was at the 9/11 memorial for about a good hour, hour and a half, and um, she she decided she couldn't like I guess she was weak, she felt weak, and uh, she wanted to go back to uh, her uh, 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 to Chelsea's. Uh, Chelsea Chelsea got a pad in the city. Um, I seen Chelsea a couple days ago. Shout out to Chelsea. Chelsea um, who? Chelsea her daughter. Her daughter. Oh. Her daughter. Oh um, uh, but so on her way back to the van, she like fell out. Like, she, like literally just, she had people holding up. She fell out. Oh, yeah. And um, and she was coughing the other day when she was trying, she made like a little joke about the shit when she was coughing. And she was like, oh, I, I, I get sick every time I mention Donald Trump name type shit. And it was a little funny at the time. But now it turns out that she had pneumonia the whole entire time, oh. which, um, you know, I mean, pneumonia is not popping. I had pneumonia when I was like 11, but kids bounce back from pneumonia, uh, from pneumonia. Um, but older p- folks don't bounce back as quick. And it that can actually be pretty fatal if it's not treated right um so now everybody's out here you know uh, uh throwing darts at her talking about she might not be healthy enough to take presidency you know donald trump can't help himself he's willing to release his medical records i'll, I'll throw out my medical records right now all right nigga, where all you, the stds where, where you, <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> continue damn damn <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean if we not if we if we don't have to be PC, they both evil. So right. I mean, they both have their flaws. They're both. The, the, evil. I mean, but there there is an evil worse than the other one. Right, the lesser of two. The lesser of two yeah. evils. Right. Mm-hmm. They're both not without their flaws. I'll give you that. Um, but um, I mean, Hillary's out here. She's ta- she's taking some shots. She's taking some heavy shots. I mean, what well, I mean, what are you gonna do about it at the end of the day? But um, I, I personally, I just feel it's a lot of scrutiny that she's had to deal with, and um, she's not being—I don't know—I don't know if it's in her personality or if it's not in her people's personality. But they're—they're they're not taking it on the offensive. Like they're not any any problem that she's faced with, she like takes it, but doesn't uh, take on an, an offensive like with the Donald Trump shit. Like he came at her talking about, oh, I'll release my. Uh, 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 I'll release my health reports But it's like Where was her people screaming Alright you'll release your health reports Alright where's your tax returns What's up Yeah You know what I mean uh, 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 re- Release the findings on um, The uh, the Trump college that you had bro Release the findings on Your four or five lawsuits On every uh, 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 Bankruptcy that you've had Like there's there's nothing And he plays it so cool. I give it to Doesn't him. Doesn't he have also like a whole like rape charge on him right now? Bro, there's so much, and it's like it's 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 they they take it so passively. I don't know if they're just waiting for like the real real election season when is the debate when season? When does the debate start? The debate start. The next de- debate is in two weeks. I, I feel like it's later than normal. Like it's like we're a month away from voting time. Right, and they're only doing three debates. That's why, the, and the it's debates are gonna be like spread out within two weeks, and then the first. Uh, uh, the first debate is in like two weeks. I know that. Um, so I, I can't wait and look forward to that. Um, I mean, like you said, it's like picking between, uh, you know, the lesser of two evils. Right. Are y'all going to yeah. vote? Um, yep. Yeah. I'm yes. going to vote. 
I'm absolutely going to vote. But, I mean, I'm not hyped to vote for the presidency. I'm hyped to vote for my House of Representative. I'm hyped to vote for my congressperson. Can I throw like, a- that's who I'm hyped to vote for because those are the real people. They won't tell it to you. Those are the real people that have all the keys to the car in in Congress or, or, or in, in Washington in the government. I was, was going to throw the plug. I was going to throw the plug to one of my frat brothers, Michael Cox, who actually is voted for himself today i think is what for senate senate oh i saw people yeah, were voting i got a flyer in brooklyn the other day senate, and it was like right? voting. yeah, today. yeah my, shout out to okay. my man michael cox man voting for himself my voting man for himself vote vote man vote out here i think yeah there's a 25th i think yeah he's the 25th district vote for schumer vote for michael cox vote for you know what i'm saying vote for somebody just don't you know what i'm saying sit on your hands just because you feel i mean because i mean in this I mean, we've talked about it a little bit in this uh, uh, in this state. It will go Hillary. It will go Hillary. Yeah. Like, but but it's not the only election race. You know, that's on hand. That's at stake. It's actually not the most important in New York. Actually, um, that goes into like I said, the House of Representatives and the Congress. Anything I want to add on this, or just me ranting? Um, you know, your rant was sufficient. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Football back. All right, football is back. <laughs> oh man. We was counting down the weeks for um, <laughs> since we started. Yeah, since we started literally the first episode. Yeah, fifteen weeks till football season. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's finally here. Um, go ahead, Dave. Talk your shit. What? Oh, talk your shit. <laughs> oh, get it off your chest. <clears throat> well, you know, um, game one of the season for uh, both Kenny's team, the New York Jetterbockers. And oh, Kenny, you a Jets that's, fan? That's not that's not the name of the team, but yeah, I'm a Jets fan. And my team, the Cincinnati Bengals, um, we had match off, you know, matched up nicely. Not really, because we won. <laughs> we won. <laughs> no, no humility. We won. No, like, so not it's really. fine. No, it was a good game. Uh, no, we pulled it out in the last two minutes. We pulled out in the last two no, minutes. It, no, no, it wasn't. I like to thank my team we, and my we, kickers for being able to make so many field right. goals. We missed, no, no we missed, missed field extra, goals. No extra, extra no missed extra points. No Jets fucking up. Just hey, uh, we beat y'all ass. Yeah, That's what happened, right? Yeah, we, okay. won. we won. A win is a win. Is a win is a win. Is a win. NFL. Is a win. Yes. Good job, Dave. You got it. I mean, the Giants fucking pulled that shit out their ass for fucking from the Cowboys. Should have lost that one too. Yeah, should have lost that one though. Giants look good though on offense at least. I, I, I'm a Jets fan, but I can sit here and say that if the Giants do not win their division, oh man, everybody should be fired. Yeah, there's a it's, problem. It's literally handed to them on a platter. Yeah, there's a problem. On a platter. So if if they don't win their division, they somebody everybody needs to go. If everyone stays healthy, Eli too. Yeah. Watch out for the Eagles though, because I think Carson Wentz looks good. I think. Uh, Washington's gonna probably win a couple games, right. and Dallas. When Romo comes back, I think that I I don't think it's gonna be as easy as you think. I think the Giants are gonna have a pretty tough time. Right, and they're already down starting the down zero and one in their division. So who the Cowboys? No, the Giants won. Bro. The Giants won. The Giants pulled oh, it up. Yeah, I'm saying the Cowboys are dude. right. Right, Dak I'm, is gonna put them in a hole, but Dak didn't look bad though. Well, that's the thing that that as Dallas really really should had. To put themselves in a position to win, except Terrence Williams is a dumbass. It didn't look at the clock and didn't realize he had any timeouts before running, staying in bounds instead of running out of bounds and giving his kicker a chance. And his kicker could have hit that field goal too. Right, his kicker has the leg to hit that field goal. Um, so we, I mean, but we didn't get a chance to find out. So you know, whatever. Um, Giants got the win, but the Giants were playing against a backup quarterback who didn't throw any touchdowns. Des Bryant didn't have had one completion for eight yards. Um, uh, 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 um, what's the name? Their defense was missing four or five players, and they only beat them by two points. 
uh, and they should have had a chance to to lose that game too. So I mean, there's there's, there's pros and cons to it. Um, but I mean, overall, the the he games try, are, he tried for the end zone. I, I ended up watching a video that like reviewed basically all of his all of his passes, it, like all of them. Right. I mean, Des had that catch in the end zone. Yeah. They can go back and forth about whether that was a catch or whether it wasn't. I thought it was a catch, but that's because I'm biased and like when the Giants lose because the <laughs> fans talk shit when the Jets lose. Right. Fuck them. Pretty much. Um. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, there was a great slate of games on Sunday. Great slate of games. I think almost every game came down to like a one possession. Yeah, I think only you know. the Browns game was the only blowout. Yeah, yeah. Shit, the Browns and the goddamn 49ers. Oh, yeah. I mean, that oh, was well, last, last night. night. That, was that last shitty night. slate of games last yeah, night. That, my that gosh. Night. That was probably one of the worst offensive played football games I've ever seen in my life. And like, they got hard knocked. It was horrible. <laughs> they did. Yeah. Pun intended. Oh yeah, all the way. And so did RG three. Fuck Jeff Fisher. His career is over. RG three did get hurt. He's yeah, out for yeah, he's going six weeks. He's out for, uh, more than that. He's going to at least week ten. They put him on IR. Oh yeah, yeah he's shoulder. Yeah, he's finished. Yeah, he's fragile, man. That was a problem coming out of Baylor. He just looked frail. He looked skinny. I was really just hoping that um, your boy didn't perform too well Who? at San Francisco, so Kyle can play. Oh, Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, because he wasn't that good at fucking at Jacksonville. Yeah, I mean, but he was a rookie in Jacksonville. Jacksonville's team wasn't that good either. They had good receivers, no, though. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Justin Not Blackman then. got suspended Blackman got every suspended. single yeah. year. And they didn't have Allen Robinson, and they didn't have uh, 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 Allen Hearns. Uh, Their receivers were not good. They weren't trash. They, they were trash. They were, they were literally trash. <laughs> they were. The whole team was trash. They went like 2-14. and 14. I mean, Gabbert also Bums. threw for like 150 yards and one touchdown, so it he didn't have great, that great of a game. Great game. You know what's funny? At the end of the game, uh, um, they, were, they were warming up Kaepernick to put him in the game with like five minutes, six minutes left. And then Pittsburgh, uh, not Pittsburgh, the Rams kept getting first downs. <laughs> it's like, shit, let, let the nigga get in the game. So he finally got in the game with like two and a half minutes left. And, you know, he got his big cheer, which was cool. It was good to see. Dog, he's a starting quarterback, man, I, I believe. He is a he has the caliber to be a starting quarterback, but let's not forget he played like absolute shit the past two years. Yeah. Shit, like he had his chance, not like he didn't. Um, Blank Gary just took his shit. Um, did you see um Rand- <laughs> Randy Moss? Okay, so Trent Dilfer was t- was in this because the game was on Sun- on Monday right. Night Football. So Trent Dilfer is in the studio talking about how he respects how uh, Ka- Colin Kaepernick is. Uh, uh, you know uh, his passion for, uh, you know the 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 issue that he's putting his passion towards to. However, he dis he does not like. He thinks it's very disrespectful that he's putting himself before the team. Yeah, like he was saying. I think he said something to the effect of uh, a backup quarterback should stay. In right, his and place. he said that too. He's like, yeah, you're a backup quarterback. Your job should be warming up the I didn't starting see Randy quarterback. Moss's, I was watching Randy Moss a little bit at halftime. I saw. I, I saw. <laughs> What Colin said, because they asked him immediately, and he was like, oh, so why don't you just go check out the families of the victims yeah, and maybe see if you can say yeah. if I have a place. His his retort was so smooth. Oh, his, his retort was so <laughs> smooth. Amazing. They asked him after the game how he felt about Trent Dilfer's comments, and he was like, listen, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. You want to take that? You talk about backup quarterback. Tell, yeah, pretty much. Go ask how those families of lost ones feel since he's such a specialist in the knowledge on oppression. Tell me how they feel. Go talk to them. I bet you he wouldn't feel that way after. I think he said it's being a backup quarterback less important than the actual lives that are lost to yeah. police violence. Yeah, slapped him so smooth. Oh. So, yeah, cheers to him on that. Um, wow. I like it. I'm here for it. Mm. For real. 
Um, I mean, but I mean, we're we're here, you know, in the bar room, and you know, we like to talk about trending topics. But I mean, we want to give you guys a, a chance to take uh, the floor. Um, and I mean, the main topic tonight is uh, about um, the life of trying to become an entrepreneur and the entre- uh, not just the entrepreneur uh, uh, lifestyle, but the entrepreneur mindset and how you can form that and how you, I mean, you guys are both entrepreneurs in both your own respects and rights. Um, so, I mean, Kate, if you want to go forward and talk about how how did you uh, 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 get like how did you want to become your own entrepreneur? I mean, I think it's been something that I've kind of been into from the beginning. Uh, like as far as I can remember, I feel like I've always wanted to. I've just kind of had a knack uh, for wanting to do things on my own. Um, I've just kind of had my vision for how I've seen things playing out and just wanted to make it happen myself. Um, my background: I started producing music when I was in eighth grade. Okay. Um, I went to high school, started producing for one of my classmates. He got really good, and we ended up shopping him around for a record deal at like. 15 and he we ended up getting three meetings with three different record labels and we ended up working more closely with uh universal motown and from there that kind of jump started everything i kind of learned the music business by way of that um went from there went to college got a degree and then started my company now about a year after i graduated so 2013 and i've been running it for about three years and i think you know there's been a lot of ups and downs to you know being an entrepreneur um but i mean i think i don't think this is anything i would trade for the world i think the experiences i've had have been amazing and i I think a lot of people would love to have or see the things that i've seen or work the people that i've worked with but at the same time it's also kind of like i do see the the benefits of a of a nine to five too so i think there there's a kind of gift and a curse um on both sides but i mean i i don't think i would trade it trade it for anything right i mean there's obviously pros and cons to every single situation definitely um what have been some of the pros for you um the pros i definitely think well i mean i definitely create my schedule and i work for myself i don't have to answer to anybody that's definitely a pro um the fact that um yeah like my days start later than everybody else's for the most part right is another pro um i mean just little things like that are always a pros i mean the fact that i can kind of go and pivot and maneuver whichever way i want um and even just recently you know pivoting more so out of entertainment and in the sports uh branding and marketing has been something i've been able to do you know i'm not really pigeonholed in the in the one thing so i can go and do essentially whatever i want to do um and i think that's definitely a big pro and i think that's what leads a lot of people to want to enter into entrepreneurship but um i think uh they've got to see the cons too to really kind of make that assessment of whether or not they want to really get into it or not sure and yeah. we'll, 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 go ahead fam. no i was gonna say before we get into the cons, cons yeah. yeah let's go to barrington, barrington yeah. and um, um get into like how you started why you wanted to do what you're doing now uh how did i start i mean it's obvious it's definitely something that grows on you all right i think some people get it from when they're really really young some people get it when they're a little bit older that itch to want to you know build their own brand or be this mogul you know just depending on what type of avenues you like to look at like if you're if you're a hip-hop head and you see someone like diddy building his own brand it's coming from where he came from and you know being this mogul then that might be something you aspire to be so it's definitely who you look up to me personally i um I, I'm a good listener, but I'm not really 
good with authority. Okay. Right? And so I've come across a lot of quote unquote leaders who, in my opinion, weren't good leaders. Right? So that always forced me to be like, all right, I want to be on my own thing and I want to lead better. Right? Pun intended. And, um, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how that all, that how it all grew up. Um, after college, I kind of, I got, I got into like the fitness world and Equinox and I saw how that was ran and that wasn't my steez. That wasn't my thing, right? The way it was ran. So I was like, you know what? I'm, a, I'm going to listen to the older trainers, the older athletic coaches and stuff like that. But I kind of want to lead my own brand, my own, you know, way of doing this fitness thing. Create your own lane. Create my own lane, right? And, uh, yeah, and that, shoot, that was a, six years ago now. Okay. So, yeah. So, now we've been running. So, yeah, I mean, it's love. I mean, once you get there and once you, you know, kind of dissect what's real and what's fake or what's real and what's a fallacy, then then you, you can become a better entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, we're going to get there. But my biggest thing as an entrepreneur is to tell or to show aspiring entrepreneurs that this grass ain't really that green sure mm-hmm. right like this grass is is muddy it's brown mm-hmm. more more times than the, of, in the year than not you know and it's kind of like when you get there you get there you can't stop right when you get there you get there but that track and that process is definitely not all glitz and glamour you know now did you have somebody that did that for you no. like let you know okay. no i got the i got the i got the the cloud okay. you know i got like oh you're gonna be your own boss and you're gonna you can do this and this and that and you make your own schedule and yeah those things are cool right but you gotta make you having to make your own schedule also means you have to get up yourself at 4 a.m 5 a.m right it's not like you're gonna get in trouble so now you don't get up at 4 or 5 a.m and now and um now you ain't now you ain't shit you know, you got you have to force yourself to get right. up at four or five a.m., which is a lot harder than than ex- exactly self discipline is a lot harder than like inflicted discipline, right? And so, if you don't have a teacher telling you, "Hey, this test is due," or this paper is due on the twelfth, mm. right? You might not do the paper, right? Right? But the fact that the teacher is telling you it's due on the twelfth, you're gonna get it done by the twelfth, right? So now you have to be your own teacher, you have to be your own influencer, you got to be your own disciplinarian. Right, sure, and shit. Not, 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 not everybody's built for that. Not everybody's right. built for that. Not, not everybody's real. Not everybody's built to be real with themselves, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. And so it's like, yo, are you really gonna discipline yourself? Right, like you got you, some people not. Some people won't. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll make excuses for themselves, like, oh, I'll do it later. You know, <clears throat> or sure. Now, did you did you have a like? Did you just kind of go out into the darkness, or did you like have a, like a mentor or somebody actually like? give you like okay this is how it worked for me um i can't give you my plan but these are the elements that kind of helped me figure out what my plan was um i had i had a good support system Mm -hmm. but no one that i really um no one who who was a a true mentor for me was an actual entrepreneur which was kind of backwards right yeah because they were all like they were all successful individuals in what they do but they were all successful at building something that was or adding on to something that was already built Mm. right and so it was kind of like you know like you said it's like a darkness like where i was like all right i get it but this don't really seem that you know clean or clear to me so there has to be something that i'm not seeing and that was basically the whole you know a lot of people portray the entrepreneurship life as this you know super super wonderful 
and I'm I'm not knocking it, right? I, I am an entrepreneur, right? I'm no, not but knocking I've, it. I've actually I've never heard anybody like the people that I know, and maybe because I'm being in the fashion industry, I know a lot of people who are basically their own bosses, mm-hmm. and none of them are like, "This is great." They're all like, well, that, that "You're fortunate. You were fortunate. Yeah, you're fortunate." <laughs> like the uh, main reason why, like we wanted to do this episode, and like I've talked with Barrington about it, I've talked with Gabe about it, is because like a lot of you go to a lot of events where they'll have these panels and oh, fucking panels. <laughs> <laughs> I hate panels, bro. yo okay just follow, like, your, gut. Just follow no, your gut no 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 but seriously you have these panels or you have these like you know motivational speakers and that's a shit on these things but you go to more often than not you go to these events and it's a lot of like young hungry people going to these events to hear you know this manager of something speak and this music somebody speak and this like you know marketing person speak and this ceo guy speak and this person that like started their own shit from the bottom and blah 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 and they're speaking and they're literally sitting there and you see people in the audience with pen and paper like or like just recording every word and they're saying like yeah man like yeah, just you gotta do have it. Hunger. You got to have ambition. Yeah, you got to, you know, you you're not go sleeping. If you're sleeping four hours at night, like you're sleeping too much and like you got to go for it and you got to, you know, like write and read these books and like all this stuff and you'll have it and you just have to. And if you don't have it, you're not hungry enough. And that shit is bullshit. Me yeah. and Gabe talk about this all the yeah, time. I mean, I think one of, for like an example, one of the things, Fab actually DJed at a, at a panel <laughs> uh, one time <laughs> and we, like I had such a problem with the panel because this one woman that was on the panel was like yeah you know i ended up starting my own company because i went to i went to this pan i went to a panel Mm -hmm. met the dude that would happen to be like the ceo of some shit and (laughs) i was about to and i was about to walk out the door and something told me to go back and talk to the guy i speak to the guy and then he ends up leaving his job just to work with me how the fuck how how many times that shit gonna happen how like it's like they have these so like specific stories of like the most like random shit that's happened to them and it's like it's not gonna happen for everybody and i think to get back to the point what you're saying about like how what barrington was saying about you know the fact that you've got to have that discipline and it's like nobody's gonna tell you which like not even not even do you having a uh having a due date nobody's even gonna tell you what your assignment is <laughs> you know what i'm saying so you're gonna get up and you're gonna be like well what the hell am i gonna do today like what what am i like what am i working on especially when you first start now if you don't have a path if you don't even really know where you want to go or how you're even gonna get into whatever you're gonna get into like you have you don't even know where to start right so you just know where you want to go but nobody really knows where to start and i think that a lot of times within our community people don't want to talk about the troubles that they had getting to where they got everybody wants to talk about how easy it was or skip over yeah, the glory how they days. got to the end yeah. but then at the same time i think a lot of people that are on these panels are all people that played well within the system so uh-huh. to me it's like y'all are scotty pippen you know what i'm saying like we could have we could have traded you out like right. you, anybody could have came in there with any kind of work ethic the system was already there for you yeah. now what happens yeah. when yeah. you coming in and you kd without westbrook and you building up a franchise on your own nobody wants to tell that Those story stories, and i think man. that it's just kind of like I don't I don't care if you worked your way up to the top of Saks Fifth. Like that's nice, but the system was already there. You knew what you had to do. What happens when you're waking up every day and you don't know what you need to do to get where you're trying to go? Mm-hmm. It's realness. Yeah, definitely. I like this. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the problem the problem also my issue with panels is yeah, it's catered a lot towards young children. 
and they're, and they're <laughs> not even they're not even Children. ready for that they're not even ready for the entrepreneurship mm-hmm. like you like most panels should be adult panels right like we should be talking to people who are in a nine to five and we can tell you like x y and z to real and we can be real with you as entrepreneurs mm-hmm. instead of a child or a teenage a high school student who you have to give them fluff right, right? you have or to even give college them, or even college you have to give them some type of fluff right i mean but you're, you're talking about like how at a panel you're talking about people who are getting paid to be there and sometimes people, sometimes, sometimes. sometimes mm-hmm. or people who are paying or trying to get people to pay for some type of service for the people on the panel being there so they're looking at it as a business so what's the what's the easiest way to up their success rate is oh let's get a let's get the girl let's get june ambrose up here let's get this person up here. let's get these different names who have like had this success long lasting over 20 years and really may have struggled but they're not going to tell the people that the struggle is there because it's going to discourage people from buying into this product of, which is let me teach you how to do what i do Mm-hmm. Which is very It's impossible Because it's, it's like a, We're all In a sense Like singularities Like floating in space And like Trying to tell somebody else Even if you're in the same industry Trying to tell somebody else How to do what you're doing And make it work for them Is going to be different Because you're talking about Personality differences You're talking about Endurance struggles You're talking about All these different type of like Characteristics and traits That like make people different For different types of you know, different but, types of paths. But I think, they never say anything about that. Yeah, but I think true. at the same time, Dave, like you were just talking earlier about how you finessed your way into different events and all this other kind of stuff. And nine times out of ten, you probably were trying to get into those events just so you could meet the people that you thought were going to be, you know, that were going to be in the mm-hmm. event. No. Or unless, oh, you were just trying to party. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, if, because, if like, were, I mean, like, I, I definitely, I I will say this, like, um, even at the, um, at the, at the Wang party that was, like, so hard to get into, as much as I got, you know, I did kind of have my fun and I had my McDonald's and my Crown Royal. <laughs> At the same time, I met Jesus. like a couple fabric buyers from Wang and people who could like, and literally today I've been emailing this like older African-American woman who works at Wang like all day and she's been giving me mad tips and stuff like that. And it's because I reached out to her like, yo, look, I'm a black man in the industry. It's hard for me to get in. I'm straight and I'm just trying to like figure this thing out. <laughs> No, because that's dead ass the thing. Yeah, you gotta you gotta throw that. <laughs> no, because it's dead ass the thing though. It's dead ass the thing because like there's you know they they help themselves out and they have their own community and like for us we're like a minority being a black in the straight industry, male thing right. in in fashion. So I reached out to her, but I also was able to speak to a lot of like uh, older editors and people that I knew from when I, my time at GQ, and it was just like you know you get that like that that drunk passion, but it's like everybody's drunk. But like if you're able to kind of at least like get to the business, you can get that business card. The follow up game Gotta be heavy You know but, Yeah but who told you To finesse your way Into a party So you could have That opportunity I had to learn Right Right yeah. So you didn't learn That right. shit from a panel That's our whole point Hell right. nah You, you learn that shit Through experience <laughs> right. yeah. No you learn it Through experience Because like That you, shit ain't going Yeah you learn Man I moved to the face. city And nobody told me How I would just RSVP to events Because I just think That's just how the shit go Because in, in, back in Tallahassee And at school it wasn't no RSVP. You used to show up to the party. Either you knew the promoter or you didn't. If you didn't know the promoter, you was going to pay $5 at the door, which is not that bad. In New York, that shit is way different. Yeah. <laughs> ain't no R- if you RSVP and they say, yeah, you're good, and you get there, and they be like, nah, we ain't get no confirmation for you. Like, you're fucked. You got to know how to basically, you got to learn how to finesse. I mean, that kind of 
But then even then, I think I would argue that I think that you, you know, you've gotten lucky. You've been blessed to have somebody that's really responded and taken to your emails and actually wanted to help you out. Because I think the real work comes because I can meet. I've met thousands of people where I've met them gotten the number or the card or whatever and then you email and email and email and no email and, and no response yeah i've, I've been there before so, yeah, I don't, you know I don't so it's a lot of people who like email me yeah that's right. just a lie slow yeah. right I, I don't i i order 100 business cards at a time at most i don't yeah. even give out my business card anymore I, I take your email address or i just take um a contact from you and i'll get in touch with you as much as as urgent as i feel necessary because me giving you my business card is a shot in the dark you ain't hitting me up right, right. You ain't hitting me yeah up. No. i mean that's what i started doing i started hitting people with the i learned it well actually one the way i learned it was actually running out but what i tell people i was like oh nah i just ran out of business cards give me a contact yep. and that's the way i've been i've been doing everything and that's the way i've actually been getting the contact so i can be proactive right. about it as opposed to as opposed to waiting to hope people are going to get in touch with me, which, like you said, never happens. Yeah. I tell people to take a picture of the uh, business card. Yeah, that too. Mm -hmm. You send a, you send a text message. Yeah. Hey, Mark, Mark, come over here. You hear me? Yeah. Right, cool, so I tell people to take a photo of the business card. Yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah. Right, this cool. is Mark, by the way. Hi, Mark. What's up? What's good, y'all? So basically, I tell people to Nigga, speak into the mic. I'm, I'm trying to. Yeah, it's, you got to literally speak into the mic. Cool, there we go. All right, so basically, I tell people to take photos of the business card due to the fact that you go through your photos quite often, right? You're looking for a selfie, you're looking for something to post on IG, Facebook, whatever, whatever. And when you go through that, then you look at the, like, the business card and you're like, wait a minute, I remember talking to this person, I remember talking to them mm -hmm. about something positive, work-related, so on and so forth. And that gives you that, like, the thought or the process of actually hitting them back up. Yeah, and people lose business cards. It's like if you, you, you. <laughs> we'll cut that out. It's fine. <laughs> people lose business cards every day. You know, you go to an event, you get in 10, 12, 15 business cards, mm -hmm. and you you bound to lose one or two of them, right? And so you take the picture, like you said, and you send them via text message or something. You can even take a picture of your card, send right. it to them via text. Yeah. And so, but I mean, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of this shit. I, I, I'll confess. I, I'll be the bad person. Um, I work in the liquor industry, so everybody's always looking for. Oh, can you sponsor my event? Oh, can you give me balls for this? Yeah, all right, give me a card. And um, that yeah, that stuff costs money. Yeah. Ken. <laughs> that stuff costs money. But you gotta understand, I, I'm in fitness, right? So everyone who sees me tells me, "Hey, I want to get in shape." shape. Yeah, come mm -hmm. on, bro. I bet you're like you do some push ups. Don't want to get in shape. <laughs> I, don't do that. I, don't, I gotta, I gotta keep the smile, right? I gotta keep the smile. I gotta keep motivating. I keep the motivation, the motivating aura, right, or energy. Mm -hmm. But at the, I've been in this industry a long time to know that it's just an icebreaker, mm -hmm. yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, true. Everyone, everyone's going to say something regarding, you know, whether what should I eat, or I'm trying to eat this, or I want to work out. How do I work out this? But I know from experience that. It's probably gonna end where that conversation ends. What do you? What's your? What do you say your percentage is? Like of like, like people, people who actually want to train. What do I have to do to do? You know, and also they're talking to you probably like at an event or something where there's alcohol and they're like, right. "Dude, man, I ripped, want, bro. I want, I want, I want <laughs> to get in shape. Oh man, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> Based, I, I say a hundred, a hundred people come up to me and and tell me something about wanting to get in shape and actually, and I follow up with them, probably like. 
five, five of them. So ninety-five percent are bullshitting. Ninety-five percent. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Guys, you have to do better to be the better. Hey, hey, hey. You have to hey. Be. hey, hire that man. <laughs> I'll accept cash. Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> you would have to be already. Where did Ty get a mic? Get a mic. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't sleep, yo. Ty was over there for twenty minutes. Ty was like, I'm getting in on this conversation today. But I forgot. Like he said, like it's the same thing. People contact me and ask me, oh, because they see the things that I'm involved in. But Todd Ultimate Hustle, by the way, if y'all at the end of the day, if you're not already putting effort towards what you're doing, like if the person's not already working out or already saying, hey, look, I've been trying to work on my carbs or work on this, they're not giving you points to say what they've already been doing prior to you entering their life then they're not serious they just see you maybe for your physique or they'll see my instagram and hey can you check out my song and it's like if you're not already putting that effort towards like even the same thing my mom right she i'm just giving an example she looks young so people go oh what do you do and this that and the third she says i just tell them it's genetic because they're not willing to put the effort in she's like i'm wasting my time telling people oh you got to use this and you got to put this cream on you got to wear this mat you got to do this it's like if i could if they came up to me and said hey i'm using blah 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 i'm doing x y and z and they need a little bit more guidance or a little bit more you know direction in the right path that's when you can kind of really put your energy towards someone because they're already putting the effort in Mm -hmm. but if they're not like like you said it's 95 percent bullshit happy birthday mama ty yeah, she's happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday. That's happy a really birthday, good mom. point. That's but that's really why, because I, I used to tell her, because she's like, I'm like, Ma, you can sell this. You can, you can, because she, she, she doesn't like go get cocoa butter. She gets like the big ass shea butter, like shea the, butter, raw, yeah. the raw shit, shit, makes her own shit, do her own concoctions and whatnot. So I'm sitting here and like, yo, you can sell this. You can do this. She's like, I don't have the time. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's really, it's really hard. She's to like, it's it. like, if they're not already. She's like, because she's like, they're just wasting my time. I'm over here doing this, saying that, and they're not. They they don't have. They're not going to put the effort in. And I know we was talking about. You guys were talking about effort as in far as putting in. People actually put their effort in towards they what they truly want. Sometimes when you truly want it, you're going to put the effort in. There's no excuses. But when you don't want it, like an excuse is like the tiny hole inside of a balloon. It's never going. You're never going to. You can keep blowing that shit up. But it's never gonna float away. Like you, you gotta have no excuses, and that's when you get your result. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. Like aligning yourself with the people that, like, maybe they're doing what you want to do, or like they're in the same lane as you, but they might be a little bit, a couple of steps further. Um, it's really important to do that. I feel like, and it's it's okay to ask for help, but as long as you're not going to waste somebody's time, you right. know, like. I don't know, like when, how do you guys, like you were, Gabe, you were talking about um, waking up and Barrington, you were saying this too, like waking up and, and kind of like setting your own agenda. Like how do you guys organize yourself? Like what, what would be like your, um, I guess, advice for people on how to organize themselves? I think for me, it's been, I've been more vision driven mm-hmm. and I think I've always known where I've wanted to be. And I think actually how I ended up starting private party was literally through Instagram. I'm, I saw uh, this woman who I'm still in touch with today, and I guess would probably be like the closest thing to a mentor that I've ever had. But I saw her on Instagram, and I saw her at like some pool party or something. Mm-hmm. And I hit her up, and I was like, "Look, I've got a camera. I was like, I want to shoot a, I want to shoot a video." 
and I want to start a video series. So I'm like, look, I'm going to start a video series and I want you to be the first person that I'm going to do this with. So, of course, I was like, you know, everybody on Instagram is narcissistic. So I'm like, let me play into that and let me and let me get in, like use her as the plug to get in. So she was like, bet, let's do it, whatever. It just happens to be she was about to turn 30. So it was like, oh, yeah, catch me right before my 30th birthday and like leading up to it, whatever. And I was like, all right, bet. So then what I did, I was like, all right, cool. Like what we're going to do next is everybody that I get has to like relay me to the next person Mm -hmm. so now i'm getting deeper in the industry just by way of starting off with this one chick so now i'm meeting a bunch of other people just by way of her and do what i do and just keep moving but i think everything it's like you gotta it's hard you gotta start somewhere you were smart enough to realize the opportunity you striked and said let me help let me help me help you right and that's where most people always come to the table like help me hand out hand out but you were smart enough to say hey let me come over and film this for you and I want to start this helping you out so it's like a win-win and that's when the opportunities start to actually thrive in the person's favor because they're looking at the opportunity that's going to benefit you as well as the person instead of somebody just saying like oh they're not looking they're not helping me well what the fuck are you doing for them like where's the win where's the win for them and I think it's funny because like Fab always like jokes about it when we talk about things that we're going to do or whatever and I'll be like oh yeah well this person owes me something and she's like who are you the mob and I'm like but that's because I always I started out with let me help first so now I got a whole bunch of people that's like look when I need something you yeah you got i know that they're gonna do what they need to do because i was like i need to get in by let me help you first i don't need to get back on it right now but two Mm -hmm. three years down the line when i need something then i'm gonna hit you up so now it's starting to pay off uh for me by way of fab and and getting high opportunities and things like that and and all other clients too but i think day to day it just it honestly starts with the first step and the first step i would say like if i could give somebody advice would be to help like when you start and just like barrington said about how he listens more you got to listen because a lot of times people will tell you they'll tell you their secret like i just met with this this basketball player's manager that told me his secret as to how he gets clients and i'm like bro i don't need you no more like you just right. told me what you how you get your clients and mm-hmm. i'm like people will tell you how they get what they how they got to where they got but you just got to listen yeah and then a lot of times like you just start with that first step you gotta start with that first step somewhere but i would say you gotta help first you gotta offer to do something for somebody first and then figure out just kind of figure it out as you're going along and i think now it's kind of worked out to where it's like i'm working with people that i've already had a vision for so now it's like i know what i'm doing every day because then it's just like all right i gotta do this next do this next do this next and that's it so i think i would i would recommend that the best way to kind of plan out your days so to speak is to have and don't work with people that you don't necessarily have a vision for because you're just wasting everybody's time and two i think that then you know then figure out figure out the end goal first and then kind of put the the steps to get there in between 100 percent b be be more specific with the question for me. Um, how do you like? How do you plan your day to day? Like, how do you get yourself organized? How do you like figure out like what Shit. you're gonna do day to day? And I know it's a little different from you, but well, besides the, the fact, besides the fact that if I don't do, I don't eat, right? It's, it's also it's also that like life um, obstacle, if you want to call it, right? <laughs> like, you know, eating like nutrients. You gotta, you gotta eat, like you gotta eat. You gotta provide mm-hmm. for who you need to provide for. But my thing is when I when I get up, I'm 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 sort of moody, right? So depending on my mood when I wake up, that's gonna dictate my day. But I also got I also know that all right, each day is its own entity, 
right and so like in my in my in my world you have like things happen at the drop of a dime because you're basically working with other people's schedules right and you're working with other people's lives so your life no matter how much you want to wake up at 4 a.m and you want to drive and you want to be determined until 10 p.m it's really not all on you right it's really on you and this person that person and that person's lifestyle or schedule right so i mean also thick skin right you gotta have thick skin, especially in like in my industry, because people are going to bullshit you ninety five percent of the time, like we said, right? Um, you can't take things personal when it comes to this. Well, when it comes to, when it comes to entrepreneurship in general, this might be a, a tangent, but when it comes to entrepreneurship in general, you cannot be sensitive, right? I don't know, Gabe, you probably could attest to this as well. You can't be sensitive. Things, right. not most things aren't gonna go your way, yeah. right? And this is the way. This is my experience, and this is kind of what I really see in most experiences because if the shit was easy, everyone would do it, right? That's a classic quote, right? Yep. Right. And then I think it applies to entrepreneurship because there are so few of us who actually keep going because the shit is so difficult and because most people are sensitive and because most people do take things personal, right? If you don't call me back, you don't email me back, okay, next person. Not, oh, damn, this person didn't email me back or or you know if you have an event and three people come to your event oh only three people showed up nah as an entrepreneur you got to show out for those three people right you got to show out for the three people the same way you would show out for 300 people and i think a lot of people aren't that prepared to do that at the point in which they actually get thrown into that kind of situation and so day-to-day my day-to-day starts in the morning when i wake up with the sun or before the sun most times it's like, yo, I got to do this, 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 and this today. And at the end of the day, or by noon, you have to have this done. And by 6 p.m., you have to have all this done. And every day I wake up and I do that every day. And so literally 365. So some days is less of a load. Some days is more of a load. But also entrepreneurs, you know, or aspiring. So this is a, a little tidbit to you know future or aspiring entrepreneurs you don't have any days off you you're you're your own boss Mm -hmm. yeah you're your own boss you make your own schedule but you gotta make that shit every single day and every day you don't make a schedule every day you 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 don't do something one you lose but two if you're a a real entrepreneur you're gonna feel like shit like you're gonna be like oh fuck i could have did this i could have done that Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day when you realize yo yo you had a whole 24 hours go by damn you're gonna feel like shit and so i mean yeah utilize the time man utilize the time well i I did two things i want to say um i know we're wrapping up but two things i want to say is just like i think what barrington has said is is really dope just in the sense that like you know i know that there are a lot of people that are just kind of like you know you can get up and and you can be focused and doing these other things and i know speaking for myself and, and some of my other friends like i battle with depression so there's some days that are easier than others and there's some yeah. days that I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. So and I and I don't want people who may be battling with it or have anxiety or whatever to just be like, "Well, I can't do this because I can't get up and and do this every day either." So I think so speaking from the other side, it's like you can still do it. I think you just have to know 
yourself and just kind of try to push through as much as you can when you can and i can speak to this just like with with fab like i was like i work with fab we were working together for what like four or five months at this point Mm -hmm. and there are times when like i haven't spoken to her for three four days at a time and that's not because i'm not necessarily doing anything but it's also just because like i'm just trying to like get through the damn day you know what i mean so i'm like it's not that i'm not doing anything but it's at the same time it's like you have your own struggles and shit too so it's not necessarily like you know i mean i just want to speak to the other the Mm -hmm. other side of of that as well and the second point i wanted to make is i think that the last thing i want to say is as far as like being an entrepreneur and especially i think on the entertainment side i think there are three levels of just what you're gonna see as like anybody that's in kind of like entertainment i think the first level of like when it comes to money and people paying you the first level is going to be people trying to get you with the oh yeah do this for exposure the second level is going to be doing it for uh a percentage and then the third level then you actually get paid so i think you have to go through all three of those steps like i don't think there's anybody that's kind of been an entrepreneur especially on the entertainment side that hasn't hit that like oh yeah just do this like i'm gonna put you on the hove and all of a sudden no like that that exposure <laughs> shit like it doesn't it doesn't work but i think you got to go through that to get to that third level at some point but i mean yeah so i think you know at least if I could just tell people that so they know what the hell they're getting into before, because that money don't necessarily come right off the bat, and it I very rarely it does. does. Yeah, it very rarely does. And yeah. I think that, you know, a lot of the things you're going to learn along the way, as Dave said, but I think at the same time, it's kind of like if you know what you're getting into, um, I think it'll make the journey a little bit easier at least. Yeah, definitely. I think if I can make a last point. Yeah, yeah go ahead. It's, it's lonely when yeah. you start. Like the, all that, all the highlights you see. Like I say, I tell my friends all the time. When you look at someone's timeline of someone in your industry, when you look at someone's timeline, when you look at their like feed or whatever, that's their highlight reel. Yeah. Right. You don't see the bullshit. Facts. Yeah. That's that's straight highlight reel. So when you look at that, you cannot compare your your stru- your process or your journey to that. Like you're you're gonna kill yourself. You're gonna like really really drive yourself crazy if you look at their if if you look at that timeline or that highlight or that highlight reel as what should be happening mm-hmm. like when you start this entrepreneurship you're gonna be lonely you're gonna lose friends you're gonna lose relationships you're gonna lose out on relationships you're gonna lose out on new friends yeah. right because everything feeds into the process right everything feeds into your vision and so <laughs> Ty is out here catching the Holy Ghost and shit. This thing is like, nigga. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> this is real, yo. Yo, it's so that. real. It's, it's so real. <laughs> get your mic. Get your mic. Ken, like, you know me since college, yeah. nigga. Like, I've, I'm 30 now. I haven't had a job since I was 20. Like, I've been out here in the field, in Grinded. the jungle, <laughs> looking for every meal, setting up traps. Yep. Yep. This shit is real. Right. All yeah. the shit you saying, you're gonna lose friends. People are gonna look at you differently. You're gonna think, oh, you you don't got no time. You too. You don't got no oh, time. My, oh my god. You ain't got no time. <laughs> 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 God, like come on be like yeah. you know Somebody else asked yeah. me about my time it's just like you gotta and then as like you said use your time wisely like he said if you i, I don't want to cut you off keep going no but I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna feed off of that because one of the biggest one of the biggest benefits of being an entrepreneur i feel like i've been like a, a scrooge kind of but mm-hmm. i would not trade this entrepreneur lifestyle for anything one of the biggest benefits of being an entrepreneur is you understand time right and you realize how much time you actually do have. So if someone, like when we go, if we want to touch on the relationships and the friendships, if someone's willing to rock with you, 
and that you will find the time mm. there is available time it's just not convenient time you're not making right. seven o'clock open table reservations you're gonna catch them <laughs> at you're gonna catch them at 10 30 p.m you're gonna catch them at or 2 a.m yeah. or you're gonna catch them at breakfast right mm. it's just it's just if you just have to you have to like really understand that it's not going to be perfect and the person that or the friends that you come across and have in your life have to understand that it's not going to be the cliche relationship or the cliche friendship yeah so. sure. and you can't go out and buy bottles either right. <laughs> right. Right. yeah um so just to wrap it up um it's funny that you said about the highlight reel right because um i get these like sermons in the morning every morning and the note uh this morning was your gifts will make room for you stop comparing behind the scenes struggles with other people's highlight reel Boom. and yes that was That's like crazy. message for <laughs> the day for the week year um but the one thing that we didn't speak about that i want to just touch on really quickly for those of the people that haven't transitioned into the entrepreneur and are kind of battling the nine to five to five to nine which is where i'm at right now um or like trying to figure out how they can do it it's like again what what you guys have all been saying like time like really prioritizing and if that means like you don't get to see those friends for movie night because you're grinding and working on your own shit like it's stuff that you're just gonna have to do your real friends they're going to understand you'll catch them on the flip side basically and or they'll be next to you while you're working like and you just make it work um and like you know just make sure you're setting your goals and you're checking yourself every month every quarter um every three months whatever like you gotta kind of like hold yourself accountable but also find time to you know pay your rent so it's like <laughs> like that balance it takes a really long time to find and it's an ongoing process and a lot of people don't tell you that um if you've heard trust the process like that's like one of the biggest things that once you get it you understand what it means and it's just like being patient i'm not a patient person in the last year i've learned to be a patient person i'm still not the most patient person but um manifesting your goals and your dreams um it's doable and you know you can accomplish a lot of shit in a, in a short amount of time but the work that you have to do it it doesn't come easy not at all this yeah. is great this is dope I love the the engaging conversation and the back and forth between two people who've gone through you know two different entities and still entrepreneurs in their own mindset, but two different uh, uh, ways about going about it and talking about the pros and the cons and you know uh, both getting y'all voices out there and and, uh, and sharing them with us and, and the audience. I, I definitely appreciate appreciate y'all for coming by today. Well, thank um, you. Thanks. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, Dave, what's up, man? How you feeling? <laughs> I'm very. Uh, like my mom would say, I'm full. I'm not physically full, but right. my spirit, spirit is, is full. full right I got now. you. <laughs> Ready to attack the world. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, a lot of these things. I, you know, not being an entrepreneur, but somebody who's like st starting up for things. You know, this is very, very. I needed this. Mm -hmm. I need this. Um, just in my professional kind of like going up in because sure. I'm still trying to take over this shit. Oh, so you know, I've been watching some shit on TV though. Dog. <laughs> you did. Um, <laughs> Sound like designer once he fucking got out and shit. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I actually like. I feel like a, a gentrifier right now. Right. Because I'm like, I just I knew what Oz has been for the longest. I've known cultural figures like, you know, what I'm saying like even Bodie, Bodie from the Wire. From the Wire. Who I'm starting to figure out that the lexicon of like Africa uh, of uh, 
the African American actors in the HBO like realm, they keep the same guys. If they yeah. like you, they bringing you back. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there's guys who have been on Oz and on The Wire and on this show and on that show and on the night of and they like they keep coming back it's a, it's a good check to have if you like are invested into that but um i just started watching eyes like last week so i'm actually on season four now because it's really damn. that good of a show right um and as somebody who watches tv um as much as possible because it's the thing that calms me down i will say like actual tv not like reality tv like good shows and shit like that like i will say that eyes is probably was ahead of its time and it's probably the only show that's almost 10 years old and the way shows are shot now still can't still can't even catch up or fathom that. it's more than that how damn near 20 yeah 97 you're right it is 20 years and people still can't fucking catch up with like just the the artistic just direction that they were going in with that show um, the way they added in poetry and all this. I mean, I'm not talking about a show that just came out yesterday. Right. So everybody in this room also, like when I said it earlier today before we started filming, they were like, oh, you just started watching Oz? I'm like, yeah. See, I didn't have cable when I was a kid. Right. So it was no peeking into my parents' room and, watch, and catching glimpses of Oz. It was like, my, I would go to school, my friends would be like, yo, man, Adebisi crazy. I'd be like, yeah, man, you right, dog. Fuck Adebisi. Like, don't even know what the fuck. Dave, Dave has the out of BC look going on right now, by the way, since y'all can't see him. Not really. That's kind of disrespectful for anybody who knows <laughs> what I or out of BC is like. Um, right. So, I mean, yeah. Bro. But so, I mean, basically, that's kind of what I've been caught up in. Uh, we're filming right now, and the new episode of fucking Atlanta is on yes. as we speak. Like now. I should have seen Oh, we so haven't seen this one? Nope. No. No, because they dropped, they dropped both episodes last week. Yeah, they did. Well, the we, first two oh, they did? Yeah, they yeah. I thought we had advantage for seeing the first. No, we kind of did up until I mean, they aired yeah. that shit. <laughs> Damn, but now man, I'm hearing I thought I had extra that time. people who, like, the people who wrote for the shit, like, the people who wrote on the show, not wrote on the show, but like if you work for like Atlantic or any of these like different media outlets, like they got like five episodes. Yeah, yeah, I did hear so that. So we ain't get shit. Yeah. We got two 30 minute episodes and oh, now tonight, yeah. It's episode three. It it is such I mean, a great show. It was as as much as y'all talked it up. I think it was even better yeah. than. Well, um, we couldn't give away. I know you're, you know? you're right. You're right. You're right. And I appreciate um, y'all for that. And matter of fact, that as I was heading uptown today, I read that. Uh, this show for comedy sick like for comedy shows on basic cable which is a very specific uh, category right <laughs> but basic cable like that's a lot of shit right there they said that this show is like has received the highest ratings on its premiere in any basic cable comedy show in three years right <clears throat> all black Good for so as long as we keep watching and for some keep reason the, po- the plot doesn't just go off to sides off the rails i think you know it's gonna be fine Ballers did a do show, but you know, uh, people don't want to talk about ballers. And oh, you know, okay. ain't a new power. I really want to talk about power, but oh, the power didn't drop. It didn't drop. Nope. Yeah. I'm no, showing up didn't. I like no, ballers. I, no. I love ballers, oh. but I'm saying like I don't think that they're. No, I watch yeah. ballers. Yeah. I watch ballers. That shows. I mean, shit. They got two episodes left, and that shit is. I feel like it should be longer. No, the episode. The episode should be longer than no. a half hour. I mean, but they're playing off the Entourage. The Entourage was a half hour. Yeah, they don't really yeah. go for an hour with the comedies on HBO. Yeah. True. Like never. True. So, I get it. I'm excited for next week. New Power. We got what two episodes left on that joint, right? Yeah. New Power. New Ballers. 
Um, sometime whenever this fucking this new uh, this new weed show on fucking HBO comes, it's next week. It's oh, this, this, this right dog, I watched you. If you man, on, listen, uh, doing the weed man on and traveling through the city with the beard. Oh, yeah, man. dog. Vimeo. Just, yo, just watch all of the webisodes that they already have up. Is it, is it high maintenance? The, the name yeah, 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 yeah. They're on YouTube and also HBO has put all like all fifteen of the like the old episodes on HBO Go. Like okay. watch those just before you watch the Wait, actual watch show. What? High, high maintenance. maintenance High maintenance So the highway This web series So like the You know it's just Oh like, it was um, a web series I didn't know that Yeah, yeah. It's just like uh, Like that girl The girls The two girls show That Amy Poehler Is uh, doing on Comedy Central Broad City How that started off As like What's a what? five minute Like a uh, YouTube series mm-hmm. That they were doing And it got picked up Because it, oh it's funny um, same thing as that's how high maintenance was, okay. and so HBO has like uploaded all of those old episodes, so you can kind of get a feel for the show. Are they like a half hour long? Man, no, they're like, like fucking fifteen. No, the first one's like three minutes. The second one, they they, oh, they gradually go up up until you get up to like thirteen or fifteen, okay. but they go up to at max like I think seventeen minutes for the yeah, okay. they're not long. So yeah, oh, good back quick and sweet, yeah. quick and sweet, very good, very good. So yeah, I'm yeah, ready no, for that. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for that. Westworld. I'm waiting for Westworld. So Westworld bad. just looks so bugged out, so bugged out. Like I don't even know what. Expect. I don't even know Anthony what Hopkins is such a menacing like actor. Like I, oh, I can't wait, dog. Can't wait. Dandy Newton's in that joint. I ain't seen her since like Mission Impossible Two. Yeah, I was thinking that too. <laughs> damn, I'm like, is this Mission Impossible Two? Like, damn, is this still fucking Mission Impossible Two? Dude, this dude was who injected herself. Yeah, when he sl- he slapped the nigga in the head with yeah. the fucking motorcycle yeah. on the motorcycle. Y'all remember Mission Impossible Two? That's crazy. Right. A lot. That's crazy. I that mean, she was the only black girl <laughs> like, that Tom Cruise. What? She was the only Mission black girl. Mission Impossible that, Two. What year was, was that? The only black like girl that Tom Cruise was kissing on. I remember yeah. that. I'm not gonna forget that. That was when I got into. Oh I really God. like began <laughs> my affinity it. for Ducatis. <laughs> yeah, looking this up. That was when they had the um, the mat. That's when they first really started doing the like the very accurate um, mask like. that they like. They let that trope go all the way into like. Yeah, they like, were wilding with that mask shit. Like they was taking off three, four masks type <laughs> shit. That shit was OD. Mission Impossible Two came out in 2000. Yes, I just said. Okay. My dad had it on VHS. But y'all can't remember the text back. Ooh. Ooh. Text who back? Text who back? I text everybody I text, back. I text, I text people I don't want. Oh, fab! We talking about texting back? I text it back right now. Fab, we talking about texting back? What we're not gonna do? Okay, <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> Friday you was mighty silent. <laughs> oh what? And last oh. oh, 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 no, you want to talk? No, no, no. That shrimp was good. No, okay. okay. No, we could talk it? about this. Mm-hmm. I was at, no, because Dave is talking about me not texting back because the grand I know opening you was, was Friday. I know you were busy. Skirt, skirt. No, because, I know you were busy. So, uh, yes, I was busy. However, there was a select few on Friday that decided to not. RSVP. R, thank you. RSVP <laughs> to a certain event, <laughs> a very personal invite at that, and I niggas want to show up. I looked at you, Damn. and you all you all come for me. So I looked at you. It was you, oh, your no. your best friend. I look, no, no, I looked at you on at the barbecue, and I said, "You said yes, Labor Day. It was Labor Day. It was Labor Day. It was Labor Day barbecue Monday." And I looked at you. You said, "Are you free at eight, o- eight after eight on Friday?" And I looked at you and I thought about it and I said, "Yes." That was my RSVP. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't. T- I didn't tell you what it was for. You did. You showed. Are you? I, I, I picked up the flyer. I opened the flyer on my phone and I was like, and I thought about it. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." See, I the remember. twist was. And you just set this up, so don't be mad when I say this. Oh man! <laughs> the twist was, <laughs> I put your name on the list, 
but you only RCP'd for one. Oh. <laughs> Damn, the music cut off. But your other friend didn't even RCP at all and showed up not even in dress code, so I couldn't let her in. Oh, I wasn't there. Yes, her I know. Was it was like 10 she minutes before. She wasn't in dress code? Oh, 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 no oh. dress. It was a cocktail Damn. event. Oh, yeah, I forgot it was a dress code. I was yeah. dressed. Man, I'm tired. This is the and rant the- I was going to go on. I am tired. Of you <laughs> niggas. <laughs> <laughs> no, and my rant actually was for, there was an absolute event. And I don't know where their guest list got to, but it got to a lot of different people that aren't usually at these, like, free events that the we regulars. usually go to. Oh, right. I know the crowd was very weird. Black people, we have to stop going to these free events and trying to take all the hors d'oeuvres off the plate that are being passed around for at everybody. one time at one time wow. like if there's mad tacos you can't etiquette. use both your hands uh, etiquette man the that's etiquette that's, you that's you're going to an open bar that's, that's free tight. like just relax you don't have to order four drinks for yourself Damn. and then drink out of all the straws at one time mm. Did you actually see that happen? Like yes, this was happening. This was like happening. And now, That's like, crazy. stop repping us like we're crazy Phil. people that don't have nice things. Because guess what? We won't have nice things. All right, man. Fonsworth Bentley wrote a book on etiquette. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Well, he did. It was a long time ago, but it's a good well, book. Well, we need to bring that it's back. It's the book that spawned him getting the TV show, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Gents. Look at that. <laughs> this Shout is out why. to uh, Riff Raff. I think Riff Raff was on that show. Yep. Boom. Neon icon. We know, we know how well that worked. How well that turned out. Diddy's hey. boyfriend. All right, Ken, take Ooh. us out. All right. <laughs> Hell no. We're not going to talk about that? No. Nope. We're not going to talk about that? All right. So, uh, closing out the bar. We're going to talk about that? Um, I want to thank everybody for coming through tonight. We had a full house and it was a good time. Good conversation. Down um, five. I'm getting a very important <laughs> Are you? Answer it on air. You dare me? Yeah. Talking to the phone. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I don't think they're gonna hear us. I can hear you perfectly. Okay, well you're on, you're you're live. Everyone can hear you. Um, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you can give one real piece of advice to entrepreneurs, right? Aspiring, new, old, uh, but real. Really, I put you on the spot. I'm sorry. But what would you what would you what would you what would you tell that the aspiring? world? <laughs> yeah, just listen. Um, the realest advice I would give, um, I don't, I would say, Jesus, there's a lot of advice to give, but I guess I would say the realest advice would be to figure out your like resilience strategy. Cause I think that's what pulls everyone through is the ability to keep going despite, you know, being told no over and over again. And the ability to keep your vision like alive and well and healthy and growing despite, you know, all of the challenges that you're constantly facing. And I'd also add to that, like, build, like team build from the very beginning. Do not, you know, don't be one a man's an island. Definitely, like, get your friends and your network involved and get other people, like, begin delegating and really step into that leadership role instead of doing everything yourself and i don't know i, I could keep going this right. is this really on the spot who's listening who's awesome. listening to this america america, america is listening oh. <laughs> america oh my god that was, that was good thank you um but yeah, I would under- start with those two things. I'm, later on, I'm gonna hate that answer. By the way, no, so. it, was, it was perfect. It was dope. Thank you. Hold on, let me just unplug you from there. From the 
That's great. Bye. That, was, that was so spontaneous, but so on point, yet still. Hello. Um, I mean, it, it kind of actually steals some of my thunder yeah, from. Uh, you. <laughs> You're like, and it was. now I have no words. It was no. I mean, so I mean, so my my, my final words for the evening was gonna be. Um, Embracing it. <laughs> I we're still recording. <laughs> Go ahead. Kid. No, my, my final words uh, were going to be for the evening uh, were to embrace a paradigm shift. Um, embrace a paradigm shift from having that employee mindset into having an entrepreneur, entrepreneur mindset. Um, I don't know if any of y'all know what I used to do. Um, before I started working in liquor, how, how I started in sales. Um, I, I wasn't hooking. Um, I was on a corners though. I was, what? I was selling a form of crack. Um, I used to sell Coca-Cola. No, hell no. Um, so I used to work for Verizon files. Um, so before files was in New York city and then I was working with AT&T out in Michigan. And what I would do is, um, part of my job detail would be literally going door to door, um, selling phone, internet, and television to people and yeah. getting them to convert over. Um, if they had AT&T service, they would convert over, you know, their phone service, but also their internet and television. Or if they didn't, then just converting over altogether. Um, I would do this if it was 75 degrees out. I would do this if it was 90 degrees out. I would do it if it was negative 10 degrees out. And the way that I got myself through that was training myself to have an entrepreneurial mindset. Um, being able to embrace doing things that others will not do, right? Being able to um, teach my, myself and literally having a paradigm shift um, and changing that mindset from thinking of a nine to five mindset and thinking, okay, I go into work at nine and I clock out at five. No, no, business doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Um, especially if you're building your own business, which is what I was in the process of doing. Um, being able to accept risk, right? Um, it's part of what comes with the territory. Mm -hmm. Um, being able to deal with no's, um, not a lot of people can deal with having 40 no's just to get to the next two yeses right not everybody's built for that um it, it it comes with the territory um being able to reach out to people uh, uh for people that w that you need help with right things that being uh, having the courage to reach out to ty knowing that he's in the industry he's in and wanting to chop it up and sit down with him and literally show him the steps that i've taken to get into his position and seeing what's gotten him there and um i mean this is all stuff that we've in bits and pieces talked about today but collectively what it comes down to is embracing a paradigm shift uh if you're in that employee mindset even if you are an employee it's still great to have an entrepreneur mindset even as an employee because that translates into not just what you want to do at work um and, and 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 expanding yourself at work but outside of work and whatever passions you want to dive yourself into um but um, that's just my little uh, rant for the night um closing out i want to thank uh, gabriel and i want to thank barrington for joining us tonight um definitely appreciate you and whoever that was on the phone thank you and contributing you know giving <laughs> my blessings um thanks for the universe yeah uh, uh bless up to the universe um thanks mark and ty for, for getting on the mic and, and, and contributing their words um, and definitely thank you to my team. Um, where can we find you guys? Mm, good point. Mm. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. All of our stuff is our private party, P R V T P R T Y. And my personal Instagram is uh, at one name like Prince. 
so mm. that's my personal instagram wait i don't even know that yeah i know what you know now damn man yeah. friends ain't your friends it's <laughs> <laughs> just, just business fuck you yeah. Yeah. that's just your manager <laughs> No. <laughs> what about you? Uh, you can find me at personal pages on all social media outlets. It's Mr. Be the Better. So M R B E T H E B E T T E R. Right? No funny spellings. Um, and from there, you can, from uh, Mr. Be the Better on Instagram, you can find all the services, all the service pages that I offer. Uh, so whether it's Fit Camp or Yoga or um, personal training, small group training, it's all on my. You can all find it from the personal page, and the website is bethebetter.com. When's your next fit camp? Next fit camp is Saturday in L.A. Oh, um, on the West wow. Coast. Yeah, I'm going to the West Coast. I'm going to use all these shows on the flight. So um, There you go. Yeah. And then next one in New York is the following week in Brooklyn for Green Park. 24th? So the 24th, yeah. And the 25th actually is our first Be The Better Yoga. So... Yeah, definitely come on. It's Vinyasa Flow. Vinyasa? Vinyasa no Flow. Bi- no Bikram? Not yet. Not okay. Yet. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on. Don't get a tree pose ready. Tree yeah. pose. Yeah, that's the 25th. So, yeah. Okay, real nice. Love is love. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Um, signing off in the bar room. I'm Ken. I'm Fab. And I'm Dave. And you've been listening to the Last Call Podcast. Cheers. Bye.